0: This is Theoretical Thrills, the podcast where three hosts pitch original theoretical rides and attractions based on things they don't own. A special guest judge awards bronze, silver, or gold based on three separate categories, most creative, most practical, and guest's favorite. Whoever has the least amount of points at the end of the season must drive to Disneyland, touch the first gate, and drive home. With bragging rights on the line, the hosts will try to pick each other's ideas apart through gentle ribbing. So sit back, relax, and stand clear of the moving doors as we present Theoretical Thrills. Theoretical Thrills The theory of the thrill three two fun hey everybody welcome to theoretical thrills i'm your host oliver berger i'm brad west and i'm spencer frankenberger and you might notice we have a fourth head with us this week and that is none other than doug hampton doug how you doing today i'm good how is it going it's going the same <laughs> uh now doug uh you have some experience with theme parks what what is uh what, what's your background with theme parks
1: uh, yeah, so I've worked at the big three. I've worked at SeaWorld, Disney World, and Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, nice. Doing all separate roles. Like, uh, none of none of the roles were related. So I have a very wide theme park experience. A breath, a breath of experience. Yeah. <laughs> yes. At, at least two lands were. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, now... You don't have to play favorites, but we're asking you to in this case. What is your like favorite go-to ride?
1: Oh, it's um so the one that I always have to go on whenever I go to the park is Jungle Cruise mm-hmm. in nice. Disney World, and it's okay. a waterfall. It's 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 almost like a punishment because I went on it once and had the greatest guide, and ever since that, I've been like chasing that high of trying to get that perfect <laughs> that doesn't exist and it never happens
0: but, but thing, it, it'll be the day that you don't go that that guide will come
1: back mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like because that one guy i just want someone that is on the same level as that one guide because she was hilarious what, it was,
0: yeah so it was fancy humor that was really what, what put it out of the park or was there like some bit that she did specifically that made your mind explode
1: it, it was one specific bit you know you guys know jungle cruise right with the hippos yeah. we've met the the part with the hippos she did something that i had never seen any of them do and i thought it was absolutely hilarious where she was she she pulled out the gun she's like i'm going to shoot them away and then she put her shoe on the railing and said shoo hippos shoo and pointed <laughs> the gun at her shoe and she just looked back at us and she's like they're deathly afraid of shoes That's that's specifically dumb in the best way. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I like that. Like that. That's the
2: high. That's the high that you're trying to seek again. All you got to do. I need the shoe joke back.
1: Well, it was the it was the combination of her energy with it too. Because like sometimes you go on it and you get the ones that are just like, and now the backside of water. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that really phone it in, where it's like, and uh, crocodile. and now we are in denial. <laughs> Get it? That right is so like, funny. No, like, just does
0: that sort of thing. All right. Well, fantastic. Uh well, we're gonna aim for some big shoe energy on all of these different pitches that we have today because this week's theme is board games. One of you us lo- doing the win. Exactly. You love them, you've played them, you've been forced to play them with your family as you sit through this quarantine. Uh, These are games from our youth that involve the board. Now, I know what you're thinking. How do you build an entire theme park land around board games? Well, we're going to try to do that today. Uh, So, without further ado, Spencer, would you like to start us off?
3: I sure would. So, uh, my main attraction, uh, I had a hard time with this because I wanted to do Twister, but I realized that Twister already existed as a ride. So, I had Mm -hmm. to different as a title. So I call it Hasbro Presents Twisted Twister. It's a hybrid Funhouse Wild Mouse interactive dark ride. Uh, So what happens, the ride vehicle is very similar to Toy Story (coughs) Metal Mania and the Tilt-A-Whirl. How this is gonna work is the Funhouse concept, Twister Funhouse element is what I called it. And as you can see, there's people here which they're not actually on the ride. This is just to explain that it's uh, like a whole giant house of mirrors but it's a bunch of Twister dots. All over as you're going through, <clears throat> you're going through like in the little ride vehicle, and the it, you know tilts like a tilt a whirl, it spins. You go through these uh dots, like moving walls that kind of come in and out, so you don't actually know where you're entering and exiting. But there's a fun element here involving interactive spinners. So, how this works instead of lasers, uh, you can spin the twister spinners and they, um, can, you can spin them individually, so the, but whatever the majority spin lands on, so if people are spinning and it's left-hand red, then the car tilts around and moves through that specific track. So there's, in every room, there's different branches of track that you go on through. You could go forward, you could go backward, you could go down a drop, you could go up uh, somehow. Uh, the spin controls uh, what section of the ride is accessed per ride vehicle, so it has this repeatability. Um, and then there's funhouse mirrors are actually blue, yellow, green, and red polka dots that move in and out and also spin around. Like I mentioned earlier. Uh, so it's like a very old school fun house that you're actually riding through, but it disorients guests from knowing where to go. Uh, and then this fun weird thing. If you want to talk about animatronics, I have this drop downs of hands and feet and spinners, uh, with the sounds of right hand red or yellow hand green, not yellow hand green. Yeah. Yellow hand green works. No left hand green, <laughs> yellow. You don't have a yellow hand left hand green. That's what I mean. Um, and that'll be heard and seen throughout the ride. Um, the track itself is multicolored. So you've got red, blue, green, yellow that you can actually see because it's not an invisible track. It's an actually, it's an actual multicolored track. Um, but the whole ride has this, I think the big like spinner, interactive spinner thing is what I really like about this because you don't actually know what it's going to land on and you don't know where you're actually going to go in this ride. So it changes throughout, but it's a, it's a simple, Funhouse, wild mouse, tilt-a-whirl, dark ride uh, element with everything, just a bunch of polka dots, like mirrors and polka dots, but the interactive spinners as opposed to a laser to uh, rack up points, but in this case, it actually creates the journey that you're going on through this ride. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, so my, uh, I came up with a cafe called Hungry Hungry Hideaway, uh, based on Hungry Hungry Hippos. It's an immersive restaurant in Playland. Um, and so what I thought of is I Googled this, uh, pictures, um, the layout and the design, there's moving hippo heads that go up and down, like the hungry, hungry hippos as you go in. So you have to kind of go in and then like, you know, get through the hippo head there's ball pit walls and table design. So if you look at these, there's like ball pits where you're sitting, um, but they're stabilizing you. So you don't actually like move around in the ball pit, but there are ball pits around the wall design. You sit across from the food, like this kid is doing, uh, or these people are with this little uh, thing that's in the, the circle that's in the center, but you got kind of go get your food and then bring it back, um, just like. And they have, they have bungee cords attached to them. Uh, except there's no bungee cord. It's not that big. It's more of like how this kid is sitting with the thing in front of them.
2: But they're sitting. They're sitting in ball pits.
3: Yeah, but it's it's ball pits. But there's like um, secure seats there, but the ball pit is around the seat. Um, there's a giant sky dome clear overhead, just kind of like in a Hungry, Hungry Hippos, like Simpsons dome land e- element. And there's interactive games while you're eating. You can actually go into a ball pit. You can shoot from the basketball hoop like these people are sitting. Um, there's Hungry Hungry, tippo, Hungry, Hungry Hippo table games. So there's a lot of this interactive element while you're uh, going on these Hungry, Hungry Hippos uh, restaurant and playland. And then I came up with a third idea because I love board games. Um, and it's a Candyland Enchanted Forest. So it's your typical Enchanted Forest just themed to Candyland. Um, So kind of like this, like, peppermint stick uh, tree land. But you see all of the different characters. You see, I don't remember their names. You see the Snow Queen, the Chocolate Guy, Chocolate Licorice, licorice, Dr. Mr. Licorice. We're going to miss on all three, bud. What?
0: What would you say? We're going to miss on all three, but solid try. Um,
3: Candyland Enchanted Forest is a great idea um, because you don't see a lot of Enchanted Forest at, oh, Licorice Lagoon. That's what it is. There you Uh, go. And chocolate, chocolate mountain. i just just reading things now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's, just a, it's just an enchanted forest, but it's themed a canyon. That's all it is. Uh, and that, those are my ideas. Thank you very much.
2: All right. Um, I, there's so many questions uh, and so many things i say. First off, hungry hippos, okay? Uh, hungry, hungry hippos. Hungry, hungry hippo- hippos. Um, I'm not going to lie. I started, when you first started off, I was like, oh, this sounds like a cool concept. Then you mentioned that they're sitting in ball pits as they're eating, which sounds... Like
0: nothing says dropping your mess. fork like like a like a dropping it into a ball
3: pit. No, no, no. It's 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 like okay. It's like you're walking on to like a pool, but the pool has a covering on it where you can't fall into the pool. So it's like you're sitting. On,
1: uh, you're sitting. That sounds, that it sounds, sounds like, an, that sounds like anxiety nightmare. <laughs> like, yeah. it, like, it, like a it, glass it, bottom it, boat is what it is. So so it's you're just, oh, so you
2: just have, you just have a glass floor with just a bunch of balls underneath it.
3: Yeah. It's like a glass bottom boat. That's not how you explain
2: that. Okay. Yeah. that's not like you're point. changing your description here because we called you out on yeah. it.
1: Yeah.
3: No, 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 no. I, I, my, that's why I said it's secure with the chairs because I, 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 thought of the idea of a liability with just putting people sitting in a ball pit seems like not a great idea so I was mm-hmm. like there's a they're like stabilized within this dining area but um, then
1: an actual ball pit Oh place. I think I understand so there's like seating areas in but it's all surrounded by ball pits, but the balls aren't actually in where you're eating well
3: they're in, they're in there they're just not didn't know
1: oh, no. <laughs> no.
3: yes. you're just not sitting on the balls themselves <laughs> They're, there's there's a stable they're stabilized, so you're not you're
2: sitting you're sitting on a chair that's in the balls
3: right but the, That's but, okay. the problem that's, I mean, that's, yeah that's the problem the but the balls are contained is the is the thing or for this situation the ball pit itself is ball pit, but the balls are contained within the structure of like there's a like glass bottom boat or like you know wall it's, it's not an actual ball pit no it's not an actual well, okay. So there's the actual ball pit where you can just go play in it.
2: I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the food. We're talking place. about where you eat. Where you yeah, where eat. I don't care eat. about this imaginary ball pit. I care I about you.
3: where you eat. Are there balls where you eat that touch your body? No, they don't touch. Your okay, body. there <laughs> right. are balls unless you're a guy. In that, there are balls in that where you're sitting because it's like it's like it's like a glass bottom boat or like if you're like Rainforest Cafe where you're like a, you see a tree above you or whatever you just see like a ball pit. Oh,
0: okay. Sorry. Here's, I, I see what you're saying. I, I think I, that I, if you're minute, saying glass, that the it's, restaurant itself is in the middle of a ball pit. Correct. Got you. So in the sense of like a C-Lab or something like that, where the entire restaurant around you is a ball pit, however, you're sitting in your own plexiglass bubble, basically.
3: Correct. But there are ball pits that okay. you can in within this okay. interactive area. Because
0: okay. yeah, I've I've and fallen on nothing trying to get food to a table. I can't imagine <laughs> a ball pit or just eating food in my meal. Ball pit. pit to get. To yeah, your, the uh,
3: pictures oh. are not a great representation of what I'm trying to depict.
0: No, no, I think but it I'm was. Not. That's the. Problem. <laughs> Uh, also, quick question: Is it a Tilt-A-World? Is it a dark ride? Is it indoor? Where is it?
3: It's it's an indoor, funhouse dark ride. Uh, well, it's like a Tilt-A-World inside, like Cat in the Hat is inside. It's a Tilt-A-World inside. Okay. Uh, and like also like Winnie the Pooh kind of mix, like the Tigger bouncing thing, but the twister boards are going like this. kind of is
1: it kind of like uh, Roger Rabbit, where you're in the car and you're yeah. spinning the car? Uh, Mm-hmm.
3: yeah but you don't but i guess with roger rabbit you don't know exactly where you're going um but with twister it is that there's multiple because roger rabbit you don't know which way you're going to spin but you're going the same track with twister you yeah, yeah. don't know which track you're going to end up going on with the uh, this
2: okay.
3: question how does the spin mechanism work
2: i just want to like when i go to spin wait, how am the i spinning twist mechanism on this ride oh it's the twist twister. mechanism how how so? When I go to to do the spinner, how is that working?
3: Yeah, so the spinner is on a sensor with uh, the ride track itself. So as it sees each car, when you spin it, it attaches to the sensor. So once it spins, like if it, it lands on right hand, yeah, my question th-
2: you're you're getting too far into it. My question is, how am I spinning it?
3: You just spin it with your finger, like you do with a twister. Box. Okay.
2: Okay, I have a problem there. Fine. What? How do you control the the time then? What's to stop someone from just moving it ever so oh, slightly asleep. compared to someone just slamming it down and causing it to go oh,
3: like that. Well, yeah. that's That uh, affects your whole ride. Well, yes, but also, and uh, your ride Q. but also the sensors are smart enough to know whether or not there's been a full rotation of the spin or not.
0: So it's, so the, the directional movement is not one-to-one. You're putting a restrictor on it and it's an influenced one.
3: Yes.
2: Have you considered just a, press a button.
3: No, no. No, I, it has I, to. Be I, a I had, so I had considered that, and I, and it might make things easier, because I had considered where it's like a red, yellow, blue, and green button, and at one point, it's like on your mark, get set, go, or whatever, and you press a button, and whichever color most people press is where it takes you, as opposed to the spinner, but because Twister has the spin element, I figured it would make more sense to have a spinner than to have a button that you press. The button might make more sense uh, logistically, but the spinner makes more sense, I think, in the world of Twister.
2: How many people do you think could actually go on this ride in an hour? Because it sounds like it's going to be like one backed group up. per hour.
3: <laughs> it sounds backed up. Well, here's the thing: it also it wouldn't be one group per hour. It's like a two-minute ride. Um, but once so, so multiple different tracks, yeah, with a spinner element, right?
2: But here's you got to wait thing. for the track to be decided, and you got to go for the
3: so you, right. So the first half of the track is is always the same. It's once you get into, like, the whole funhouse part is always the same. So you can have one car go, and then once you get that car into this, like, ride option where you spin, yes. uh, then you have the next one go, and then you have the spin, and then the next one go, and then they spin, and then the next one goes. So you have this, like, whole first part of the track that's consistent for every ride vehicle and guest, and then it changes once you can get you only spin once? Yeah, you spin it once towards, well— you can spin it as much as you want, but it only affects the track towards the end when the big twister spin happens.
2: So there's only, there's only one actual moment where the spin matters.
3: So you can spin the twister, and it kind of has that similar feel of like you can make it twist and spin more within that track. But there's one moment where, I guess I should have mentioned, there's one moment where there's a guided moment that's like, okay, hey, pick your big, uh, this is the final spin or whatever, and then you make your final spin, and that's where it takes you.
2: So
0: that uh,
3: makes more sense. A yeah, more that makes a, that makes a lot <laughs>
2: more
0: sense. <laughs> I was about to recommend. I, it's like I see, I see an opportunity for a completely different ride built into your ride, based off of what you're saying. But in the sense of it took the idea of bumper cars, and made it turn based. Where in your ride car, instead of it being a spinner or a twister, the ride cars themselves will turn, but the arena will go red. Like right foot red in your ride vehicle, there'll be a button here, a button here, a button here, and a button here. And you work with the people in your car to press that button. If you do it right, you'll see yourself transport to that space on a
3: giant board. If multiple people go there, it would bump the other one out like the game of Twister. So maybe taking that concept and putting it into this ride specifically, as opposed to a bumper car ride, it's like okay, throughout there's like interactive games where you have to work to like kind of like Millennium Falcon, where it's like okay, the engineer has to press this button, yeah. things from whatever, but it's like okay, right foot or whatever, and you're you you like spin until you get it right or something, and that might be a fun way of I'm just picture. So,
2: the- it's, I- so I- you're. <laughs> you're sort of taking you're sort of taking the cars from uh so disney quest had uh, back in the day disney quest had a ride a buzz Lightyear ride yeah you shoot balls at other people and if they got hit it would cause them to spin
3: oh yeah Uh Um, uh-huh it could be similar you're removing that. that
2: shooting element and you're making it a button element where if they press the wrong button then you're spinning
3: yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that would be a fun interactive concept. But then the final at the end, it's like, okay, final spin. Everyone spin your spinner or whatever. Or instead of the spinner, if you want to do that, it's just like, okay, press where you want to move, and then everyone just picks a button, but you can kind of see where people are pressing. So it, I don't know if that works as much, but it could, it could work to add in those buttons at the beginning and then have the final spin be what makes the twister element with the spin at the end. So you could be going um, through the whole... Uh okay. Funhouse Mirror Polka thing and like trying to like keep yourself from like I don't know. That'd be fun. Okay.
2: Uh ah! finally because we can't go without mentioning the enchanted forest uh completely. Uh <laughs> I, I what like is the it? idea of an enchanted forest. I don't understand what its whole purpose is. Yeah, what is it? Um and I also don't understand why there was a creepy like girl.
3: Uh, I couldn't find any pictures of an enchanted <laughs> forest when I googled it, and I was like, This is. But uh, I think
2: Candyland, oh, I don't God. think scary. You, you know, is scary going for a scary ride.
3: So uh, the, the purpose of the enchanted forest, which I guess would, is just like my offshoot idea, because I was like, Candyland is such a great property, and I didn't know what to do with it. And I was like, I could make it a dark ride, but why? Um, so I made an enchanted forest um, where. It's more of like another attraction for families or kids, where so more of a walk picture. More a so your yours is be, yeah. be
0: hollow. I
1: something. could imagine. I could imagine it being kind of like the the scout adventure in Disneyland. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the having it where it's just like an area you walk through, and there's little different activities you can do. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you get candy at the end. Okay. Great idea. Well. <laughs>
0: You you sound excited about that idea. (laughs) We'll go. We'll go from there. So those are Spencer's ideas to review. We have the Twister, Funhouse, Dark Ride,
3: Wild Mouth. Uh, Hybrid, Tilt a Whirl.
0: We we have the Hungry Hungry Habitat,
3: Hungry Hungry Hideaway. I apologize. (laughs) I like that. This is not their house. It's just a
0: place to eat. (laughs) My mistake. And finally, the afterthought of uh, the walk through Candyland, Enchanted Forest. I again
3: change
2: for us so those are spencer's ideas brad what all do you right got- all right i got some great stuff great stuff uh, now i don't have a powerpoint uh doug unfortunately you won't get to see these pictures because i didn't think to share them ahead of time Pure wow yeah just boom okay uh so here we go so my, my idea my idea for a ride you guys are overcomplicating it i already knew Going into this, I haven't done anything yet. It's going to be overcomplicated. Mine are very undercomplicated. There is one board game from my childhood that exists where the ride is already designed. I just need to make it real. Mousetrap. All right, so Mousetrap. So I would have a a ride where you're essentially going through the entire Mousetrap because nobody likes playing the actual board game part. Everybody likes the trap part. So I want to ride the trap, the part where you drop down. The part, there we go. Yeah, there we go. The part where you drop down, you get a uh, roll, like you're going to be the sort of car that goes through. You get launched over uh, as the swimmer. You get to, you know, it's uh, a get crazy to experience step. all these different things. Yeah. Um, I don't think uh, I've ever As means. the contraption. <laughs> um, so that, that is my ride. I, do, I don't know how better to better describe it. I mean, look at it. It's, it's a perfectly designed ride. It's right there. The schematics are already there. I can see that it's physically possible. It's done. For my second thing, all right, uh, you've jumped into it. Here we go. You should have jumped the into the edge. wrong picture. Okay, I'll find the other picture then. There's two. Uh, so Mysterium, the game hmm. Mysterium is a newer yeah. game. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know Mysterium.
2: It's a cooperative game. Um, it's a uh, one person is a sort of a spirit guiding the other people to find who their killer is or like who uh, caused this mystery. Uh, so the way that i would change this is i'm going to take mysterium i'm going to make it into a 30 minute sort of escape room experience um all right so this is more of a premium experience uh it's it's not it's something sort of set aside but it's it's we can have multiple rooms and it's going to be an escape room in that it's going to be a sort of one person is the spirit and they'll be in a sort of control booth room with uh, cameras that are able to see into the rooms and they're able to Uh, give little hints by pressing certain buttons to cause little lights to light up around certain things that need to be done or to try to give hints to get through the room. Meanwhile, uh, so that's what this little control room is. So they'll be able to sort of guide these people to try and get out of the escape room. And then the other people will be in the escape room uh, trying to solve this mystery. And they're going to be using these sort of uh, ghostly hints uh, that their friend is uh, providing for them in order to, uh, find an escape out of this uh, haunted mansion deal. Um, so that's my, that's my two ideas. Long, nice and short, not long with a PowerPoint, not uh,
3: over-convoluted, but
2: both an actual possibility.
3: At least mine was an organized uh,
2: presentation. Uh, All right.
0: I have several questions. Go for uh, it. I love the idea of the dark ride. Yes, it's the easily transferred concept. You are the marble on the game of mousetrap it's a crazy action a crazy contraption the fun is catching it's mousetrap uh and that's that ability to take on that journey and spencer we understand you didn't play it growing up but mousetrap was basically an hour of you trying to set up the contraption yeah you're doing it once and then just putting it away
3: that's why i never played it (laughs) Like, forget, yeah. I'm not. The game that.
2: part of it is awful. It, the, yeah. It's not about the game. It's all
0: about I the even re- I don't even remember any
1: of the game. I just remember setting up that the traps and then yeah. having it go through. Like, you're just setting up a tiny Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: it. And that's, that lends itself perfectly to a dark ride.
3: I remember watching yeah.
0: Mouth Hunt. So, very different. This one's on original LaRue.
3: <laughs> uh, very similar in concept, I think.
0: I adore that movie much and cheese that's the whole punchline of the whole film all right um <laughs> now let's let's talk about your other idea you're using a newer ip uh that's awesome you're adapting it to a 30 minute experience question onboarding wise do you think a 30 minute experience will lend itself to the amount of people that would be coming through
2: the thirty minute, the thirty minutes is just my sort of base concept. Obviously, it, it could be some working around. We could uh, modify it to be more of a maybe like a Millennium Falcon or uh, type ride in that um, the or, items blink or, or the 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 uh, mission space ride. Um, in that, there's everybody has individual roles. Um, we would still have to like one person would still be separated from the others. Um, but I think I it could be we could bring it down to like a, a 15 minute experience or something like that I think uh, with a 30 minute experience because you're only requiring us like two small rooms uh, we could have several quite a few of these uh, set up and this is a sort of uh, uh, added uh, experience uh, type deal um, it's not something that you're going to do every single time um, it's going to be it's sort of like uh, the at uh, some of the Halloween events um, that I love, uh, Hallow Scream uh, would always do, they get an, uh, an upcharge haunted house. It was a individualized experience. You got, you had a time, you reserved a time slot to go do this haunted house. Um, and it, but it was, you were the ones going through and it was more personalized and geared towards you and stuff like that. And so I think moving that into an escape room and having a sort of, it's an, it's an upcharge it is a special experience, but it, it's a unique experience that you get to have with your, you, with just your group, the way to get out of the sun. Um, and it's something that you might do for a, a special occasion. Like you're coming from out of town, like, oh, let's try and book a time on this so that we can do this. Let's try and pay to do this. Um, you know, it's. I don't feel it's any different than you booking a reservation time for some of the Star Wars stuff. that you Like the whole Galaxy's Edge is all pretty much reservation-based. If you don't get a reservation time, you don't get to do it. Like you have to buy something to get to do it. Um, So I think it's that sort of concept. So I'm fine with it being a 30 minute experience, knowing that I won't get as many people through as if it were just a standard ride or something like that. It's a premium. It's a premium. It's, it's you're, you're paying for that, that unique experience, that unique um, environment and that sort of fun memory. Um, And, and because, because it's in the park and stuff, I don't have to charge as much as a normal escape room would charge. So people get to do escape rooms that might not normally go to it cuz they're put off by the price. I don't have to charge as much because you're already paying to get in the park. So I just make it a slight premium boost as opposed to a huge huge boost And I'm still so I'm still making profit off of it. It's So well, that's my that's my thoughts and I think it I think it lends itself to the experience.
0: Okay. Doug, any questions before we move on?
2: I
1: did, but I forgot what it was. You we'll
2: right. can always come back to it. If you need to ask about that ball pit again, you can go ahead and ask.
3: Yeah, feel free to bring it back. <laughs> I think we've we clarified and we've cleared things up, and I think we're ready to move on to another mountain trap. food is in the
0: balls of the ball pit, and you have to just dig for it.
3: Well, they have uh, little, like, Pokeballs-shaped, like, uh, ball pit balls that bring you yeah, the like, Yeah, yeah, like, Pull it out. Somewhere it's
0: filled with beads. No, keep it expi- exciting. All right. Moving on to my pitch. Uh, So my first ride is going to use a very similar ride car system to the fictional ride car system that you see in Jurassic World. But there is some element to it that's pretty interesting. And it's the idea of a bottom-weighted gyroscopic vehicle that can free float, but does, in my version, you don't have the control that you do in the Jurassic Park one. So the idea being that because the ride car itself is free floating within this acrylic sphere that you're in, which could be supported because it's acrylic, reinforced acrylic, the ride car itself will actually be staying stagnant because of the body weight of the participants in the ride car itself, while the ball takes the majority of the impact. And the reason I say ball and impact is because I'm talking about a giant game of crossfire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> if, you grew up, if you grew up in the 90s and in the late 80s you were familiar
3: I you. Yeah.
1: I'm not oh familiar God. with that I'm in that era yes, you There's should like, be, it's one of the yeah. greatest games ever made
0: it was one of the greatest and most dangerous games of our generation
1: that's why it was so great mm-hmm. so basically the way it would work is we would have
0: three giant crossfire boards each one next to each other and here's what would happen Just like in the game, each player set would get about 12 balls that they could shoot. In these balls would be the actual ride participants, two separate lines for the experience. There's the player, and then there are the people who are in the balls. What happens then is a game of competition crossfire, where you are launching the ride vehicles themselves on shiftless flooring, assisted by the oceaneering tracks that are underneath to dampen collisions. But the goal of the game, of course, to be to get the most marbles to the other side. If you win, the thing goes nuts. It blinks, the ride people get off the ride, and then you continue about your day. It could fit about, each vehicle could fit three participants with 15 balls on either side plus two ride operators could allow for a pretty decent amount of people on each five-minute ride. Uh, so, the goal of the three different tracks being minimum impact, where we dampen the impact completely; similar, but you, they're going to be completely enclosed. We there's medium fire, where they're actually you're feeling a little bit of the bump, and then full crossfire, which would have the speed and feel of bumper cars. Understood?
3: Yeah. So that's understood.
0: That's the crossfire experience. Any questions? Yes. This okay.
2: Yes. Let's,
3: let's go full screen for this. By the yeah. way, this is, wait. Okay. But by the way, this is uh Sid and Marty Kroft world, the pinball ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Um, first off, what's that safety sign look like? We're just walking onto this ride.
1: Hey, my set, first question cool. was, cool. "What lawyers no do you cats.
2: have?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, no weak next people. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, and then also, I, I'm curious if your heavy hitting is uh, like bumper cars. Bumper cars aren't always the hardest hitting, so I, I feel like that's a very loose way to describe it. I need to know, like, you're obviously trying to pitch it as like, oh, no, this is safe. This is a safe ride. No. So three different settings.
3: Is this like a mission space? But, there's like a green mission and an orange mission, and then there's like the crossfire mission? I,
0: I, would, I would say at maximum, you'll end up with about five Gs of impact, which is going to – hold on, hold on, hold on. Five Gs of impact slowed down via, via cushioning, so you'll end up – it's going to feel basically like the end of Star Tours when you crash through the final wall. That's about it as far as the jolt will be because there's still going to be compression on either side. On top of that, because the car itself is free floating inside the ball, so just like a giant ball bearing – you're going to be able to use inertial energy to dampen. Oh, you're talking so, about... Um, so in reality, when the two vehicles hit, only the outer shells are hitting. The ride vehicles themselves will continue in the structures themselves.
3: You're talking about it does like one of these things where like the the little old school uh, ball things that touch and the other ones go to the other side. The new no, yeah. No, 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 no. Conne- the, there's uh, no yeah. transfer of kinetic
2: energy. It's It's... Yeah, the balls, the balls are think, absorbing. Your motion is continuing. Think of it like a but, Weeble. They wobble, but they don't fall down.
3: Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down.
2: Uh, so the, there's
0: piece inside the larger ride vehicle itself that is free-floating. Because of that, you're not going to
2: have... You, would you mind pulling up a photo of the Jurassic, Jurassic World ride cars? The gyrosphere? Yeah. It's, it's the, the issue you're going to have with that is just... With, all- is all friction. Yeah. Like that's going to, continuous bumping. Yeah. Cause that's because you, I mean, you got to have some friction, otherwise their inertia is just going to keep going. Um, and plus it's pretty much impossible, but like if you have too much friction, yeah. you're feeling too much of the, the energy. And then you also have to think into, but then you're also going to have that issue of weight. The, right. The weight of your participants is going to have a completely different um uh ride depending on how heavy they are it's sort of like those uh the spinny roller coasters where you two people sit on each side and stuff if you yeah if you make one side heavy way heavier than the other side then it causes this lot harder of a ride than if it's more balanced so how do you how do you maintain that like how do you maintain that you have you don't have a a heavy ball going against you know two kids that are riding in this other one right and, and then they collide because thats uh, well so that's that is the beauty of uh, a basically
0: trackless ride car system underneath with the gravity so using ocean oceaneering's ride car systems that are underneath the track itself that are following along with you that'll act as a dampener for inertial force so basically it's a way to even the playing field yes logically if you have two fat guys and one thing and like two Four-year-old girls in the other one. Uh it's gonna be some difference, but keep in mind the goal is to knock the balls into the other side. You're gonna want that to happen.
2: So many laws. You know what? That's what way. So Wade was many injury laws, do. It's just it's almost <laughs> to happen
1: experience.
0: <laughs> I'm willing to like bet
1: there to dampen the field. I truly this, do. This reminds me of the slingshot. Do you guys know what that is? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, the- it, rem- it reminds me of the slingshot where like you get pulled down and you get shot straight up into the air.
2: Yeah. And then- but, but at least on at least on that you're not shot into someone
1: else. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like the slingshot, but more dangerous. <laughs> that's break. If that's uh, possible. <laughs> I don't think that's well, the first time we've done
3: because
2: see that's the that's the thing is too is 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 it, that that's the thing I I forgot there is that also. If you have a heavy, heavy ball and a light ball and the whole goal is to get to the other side, like someone is definitely going to get that light ball is going to get destroyed. (laughs) Yep. You're fine with this. (laughs) You've resigned yourself to that. I'm fine with it.
1: (laughs) I mean,
0: that's your main ride. Uh, (laughs) That's now my main ride. It was
3: secondary. Secondary. Originally, it was
0: a secondary ride. Oh well, yeah, he
2: was going to do mousetrap. He was just going to do the exact same ride that I described.
3: I
0: literally was going to okay. be this.
3: I have to know why this crossfire ride that seems very dangerous but also incredibly fun is the secondary ride versus a dark ride. Because I
0: had to, because I, I had to bring in the three, and I needed something to give as a palate cleanser. So now, instead of having an actual thing to make the other one seem less dangerous, I'm just doubling down with my actual situation of. My shoots and ladders live experience.
3: Uh huh. I thought <laughs> it was ladders too, and I went against it.
0: The shoots and ladders live experience is a mixture of a obstacle course in the same spirit, uh, spirit and vein. That's spirit, same spirit and vein as the uh, course from Legends of the Hidden Temple. So, two people will go up against each other in a game of shoots and ladders, with two people on the bottom calling their shots and guiding them up. This plexiglass covered face front obstacle course. The obstacle course itself, just like on Ellen Game of Games with her like fun hack, the wipeout, will have people climbing up different chutes, different ladders. Some of them will send them down to allow them to climb up even higher, all the while being guided by your guide who's at the bottom. It is a competition and a race to the top. Now I know what you're thinking. How could that possibly be safe if you're having large ladders, people fall? What are you going to do if there's multiple people on the course? So on and so forth. Well, that's the fun part. In this, we're going to be taking a a vein out of the book of Jim Henson's movie, The Cube. The Uh way that will work is the actual sets of themselves are going to be a row of five cubes by ten cubes with ladders and slides in between. Once a person starts to climb a ladder the back door below them with a safety bumper and fall pad will slide into place in case they fall off their ladder. So you actually are caught. So no matter what, you only drop about two feet before being caught. Now it's a race against the clock. So you're going to be climbing fast. The winner then gets to guide their person from the bottom up to the top again. It's the team that can get all two of their participants up through the chutes and ladders up to the top wins. It's also done in the style of a light-up show, so you're actually able to see their cubes as they light up and as they're going. You can hint as to which way is the wrong way, which way is the right way by lighting up certain ladders and turning off the lights underneath certain ones. you infer, go up this one, go down that one. So it's a fully interactive experience slash
2: show item in the background. All right. So, yeah. This, this piece All of right. a two-factor live. Uh, indoor or outdoors? Indoor yeah. or
0: outdoors? The, the ride itself is boarded outdoors, but the actual container and the chutes and things like that are indoor.
2: Okay. Uh, that answers that question. Um, the, so the, other- audience w- the audience would sit outdoor to watch the show of these people going through this ride. So is the sun hitting them?
0: A very good question. Ideally, this would all be ventilated because of COVID. <laughs>
2: Well, ventilated and everything, but the sun hitting it, I just – it gets hot. Greenhouse. Okay, climb fast. fast. (laughs) Uh, So these are just, yeah, greenhouses, little greenhouses that you're sticking Yeah, basically. Hot, sweaty, humid greenhouse.
3: Like The Black House, the TV show, not the movie. Uh, 13 Ghosts.
2: Yeah. It's very similar to 13 Ghosts, just vertical. Um, the other, the other thing that you have described your little safety pad, pads, like thing that that would come out and stuff. And the only thing that comes to mind is there's a story, of uh, of the um, progress, the the wheel of progress. Uh, yeah, the ride, carousel, airplane, the
1: ride carousel. operator
2: getting carousel progress. The ride operator getting squashed uh, and, and killed.
1: Yeah, getting stuck in between them.
2: In between the rotation of these two. Wall things. What's would, to stop? This, what I've solved. God oh. damn, it. Spencer did like Spencer
0: just bringing up random this? pictures.
3: This is like like a glass house, like the how, it was glass <laughs> but not all my ride. What
2: <laughs> now? I understand your ride now. I understand yeah, yeah. you're a glass.
0: <laughs> you, guys like, do you like this reference image to a thing that I didn't bring up? Uh, <laughs> so, so to answer your question on that, I is one of two different systems. You could either do a fast-deploy netting system that's embedded in the walls, and basically the way that would work is it would be a net-based catch. So what would happen is you would sew the net flat, but triggered to the cube to your left or to your right and collapsed. In order to catch the person, it would spring forward and cut off that area so there wouldn't actually be something hard that's stopping them, but they would get the net catching them and the ride itself would be triggering those as, "I swear to God.": It's like uh, your lines are <laughs> enclosed. In the sense that there are people there, yes. Wait. Thank you. But it's enclosed. Sure. Uh, so basically, you have that ability. The other option we could do is we can go with an iris. And the reason I would say go with an iris is because the way it's closing, there are no sharp edges to it and it could be on a self-catch. So the same way some of those uh, saws have an electrical current running through them, where if it feels flesh, it turns off, Mm -hmm. you have have that ability with an iris to stop it if the person's halfway. Like, if their arm's right there, and you're like, oh, their arm's going to get chopped off, it just stops. It stops the catch process.
2: Okay. So if their body's right there, it'll stop the catch process. They'll go through it being stopped by to people. Hit, before, to hit whatever before. the floor is there.
3: Like the Russian yeah. roulette game. Again,
0: not Russian <laughs> roulette. You talk about a roulette table. Uh all right, so yeah, those are my two experiences. My crossfire and my shoots and ladders experience.
2: Action card. Um, yeah Yeah. You're designing for them now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: They're coming <laughs> back. They're coming back after the movie was very successful. Look, you say fun, I say lawsuit. You say lawsuit, I say fun. <laughs> it's only a lawsuit if you don't sign a waiver. Oh my god. But the the goal the goal would be to to develop new ride systems to impact to cushion the impact of each of those cars using
2: gyroscopic catches. Right. The I see the I see the potential in your idea. Your idea currently seems like someone's breaking a neck Good it's nightmare. a it's a car
1: it's the car accident experience
0: so doug do you have any more questions in general
1: um i want to go back to the mousetrap the dark ride <laughs> yeah
0: yeah go for i remember
1: it. i remember my question now the car you're gonna be like a marble
2: you're the you're the car it's it's in it's place a car in the mar- it's in place of the if marble
0: mine it was a marble
3: okay well, okay, There's also crossfire as a marble,
1: but mousetrap was.
3: That's well. why I developed it. And the gyrosphere is a marble.
1: But also, so in the dark ride, so the whole thing is a Rube Goldberg machine. Mousetrap, that's what it is. And there's so many things that could go wrong with it. In your mousetrap ride, is it going to be like the same thing every time? Yeah. Then how do you how do you make it so it's more enjoyable on each ride? It's a throw ride. It's it's a. It,
2: People keep doing it. It's the same reason people keep doing like haunted mansion and all those other rides. Like they're the same ride every single time. Yeah, because there's a there's a full history to the ride. Yeah, I can make a full history to Mousetrap. No, I'll I'll I'll
0: agree with Roger Rabbit being the same exact ride every time, and I have a blast every time.
3: About the drop of doom, (laughs) just go up and down. (laughs) So
2: so I'm not I'm not worried about it being the same ride. This is this is meant to be this is a ride that families can go on so that because the kids are going to want to go on it. The, the kids are where the money's at. The parents are just paying for the kids.
3: Okay. And for themselves to get into the park as well.
2: Yep. So
0: you've been presented with three very bad ideas. Doug. Uh, what, what? No, I, I'm sorry. I mean it in the nicest way. Uh, Doug, what, so we have three categories for you to award the prizes to. Spencer, what is our first category?
3: So uh, just to recap the three categories before we get our first category, we've got um, the practicality of uh, attraction, the creativity of attraction, and then the overall favorite. And keep this in mind, it can be the e-ticket attraction, if you will, or the secondary uh, restaurant, uh, experience, whatever it is.
2: Any of the things we pitched, they're all on the table.
3: Including both for oh. the mousetrap. Um, so practicality, Doug, who do you give it to? And you for can pra- also talk about it if you want. What? Like, you can also say, like, why you awarded it for practicality.
1: Well, so for practicality, I think it's obviously going to be the mousetrap one. Because that's the one that seems like the one that's the most uh, safe. <laughs> And also it just it, it 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 very much already is like it's already built just based on the game, yeah it's really, like just practically wise, you guys both had it, uh so I think practicality definitely has to go to that creativity it does not go to that Fair. 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 the
3: creativity point, what would you give that uh
1: to oh, so many creative ideas you sound like my old son. There aren't any good ideas on the board, but there's a lot of creative ones. a lot of creative ideas. I'm going to say, I think the one that intrigued me the most was probably the shoots and ladders because it's it, it, it's one of those ones where I don't think it's safe yet. No, oh God, <laughs> not at all. No. but it's one of those ones where it's like if the, if, that had gotten, if that became an actual ride had been like figured out with everything, like where I know that it, I won't die going on it. I would want to go on that like every time.
0: Yeah, it, it might even... Or at be, least go see it. Sure. Yeah, it might even be a matter of adding ride operators or suspension operators at each of the chute and ladder entrances mm-hmm. or a tie cable mm-hmm. yeah. that can hook you on and hook you off the top of each one. Yeah, yeah. So that allows for each, ride, each side of the course to have six operators that can control two spots. And run to the next one. So uh, I, I'll take it. So that one's for creativity.
3: Great. And then your overall out of all of the six or seven, if you include both versions of Mousetrap that are the same, except with a marble versus a car. Okay,
2: look here, uh, Mr. PowerPoint. Uh, <laughs> you get the
3: sass. Uh, I have organized ideas. Whether or not they're great is a different story, but they're at least organized. Yeah, you had to say yeah. best PowerPoint out of the three of us. So
1: Spencer, <laughs> you had the best PowerPoint. Great! Uh, oh, did
3: he though? That uh, okay. Your overall favorite of all of the attractions and rides that you uh, heard about or saw uh, via PowerPoint today.
1: Oh man,
2: this is tough. You had the Twister
3: ride. You had. Yeah, because oh, I, I was trying to think. I was trying to think of what Spencer's was. So let's recap. Let's recap everything. Yeah, yeah. We have, we have the, have the Twister, Twister ride. Hybrid. Uh, hungry Hungry Hideaway. Uh, Candyland Enchanted Forest. We had the oh, mouse, trap. Right. mouse trap, trap,
2: trap, and a Mysterium okay. escape Mysterium room.
3: Escape room. We had Crossfire uh, ride, the ride, uh, <laughs> ladders, the dark ride with a marble, and um, the shoots and ladders. Uh,
2: you can't give him the mousetrap ride with a marble. Right, All late, he did was just that, said that he had the same thing, but it had a marble. You can't right, keep right. giving it to him as an option for him to be able to get a point for it. I'm
3: pretty yeah. sure he's not going to pick That's that my favorite <laughs> idea, so I think it's okay.
1: Now, this, is, this is my overall favorite, right? Yeah, what, what was your, yeah, right? yeah, your overall uh, favorite? Overall,
3: it can be based on creativity, based on practicality, based on both, or based on none of those, just one that delighted you.
1: So this is going to be a very rogue choice, I think but overall favorite is Candyland Enchanted Forest. Yeah. <laughs> the right. reason the reason being is because so I've so i worked at all of the theme parks. The thing that I, whenever I go, like I would go on my days off to the parks and whenever I go, I always go to like the walkthrough places just because those are the most in- enjoyable to me. Like Epcot, the World Showcase or Animal Kingdom, just walking through the park. And Candyland Enchanted Forest is kind of like the m- closest to that that any of you guys had. Cool. Well, there you go. All
0: right. Great. We each got one point this round.
3: Yeah, that was uh, crazy. Really a nail-biter, I will say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Doug, out of all the things that you've heard
3: today, you've,
0: you've heard these things. If you were to pitch from the hip of an experience that you would like to see at a theme park based off of a board game, what would you say it would be?
1: Oh, my! like my own pitch? Yeah. yeah. If you just had to gut go, it. Uh, I would probably do Clue. I would do do a very um it would kinda just it would be very similar to brad's murder mysterium no it it would be uh similar to like haunted mansion where like you kind of like go in to it and all that um and i think it would have to be uh you would have like different endings you guys have seen the movie where they have the different endings yeah yeah i think it would kinda it would kind of be very similar to Haunted Mansion, where it'd be like, you go in and you are like, kind of like gathered into a room. You explore that room for a minute, go into the next room, explore that room for a minute. And then I would say probably like you get onto a ride and you kind of like make your guess out with buttons. And then based on what you guess is where you go on in the ending. So you redesigned it. You redesigned Twisted. Dark Ride yeah arena's- yeah,
3: arena's- <laughs> yeah, everyone likes that concept now, huh? Nope, still no all right,
0: fantastic. Uh, Doug, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly Welcome. appreciate you joining us. yeah any uh, Final
3: words, any final thoughts from you? Anything at all you wanna say or do or ask? No, okay. Great. <laughs>
0: On behalf of Theoretical Thrills, I've been Oliver. I've been Brad.
3: I've been Spencer.
0: And have a great week. Did you enjoy the episode you just watched? Feel free to like, subscribe, and share. And if you have an interpretation of an idea based on the theme of the week, feel free to tag us on social media with hashtag Theoretical Thrills, and we may feature your ride at attraction on the show.
2: Theoretical
3: Thrills. Theory of the thrill.